0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Zero Dawn podcast of the Economic Society of Miranda House.
1: Hello everyone, today I Pratyashi and my friend Nishu are going to talk about the economic factors that led to the rise in the punk culture. Now, punk as a word originated as meaning something worthless. However, punk as the term for an emerging scene in the 1970s was derived from punk magazine. Founded in 1975 by John Holmstrom and Lex McNeil. Featured in the first issue of Punk was a cartoon titled Do It Yourself, 60s protest songs. The emergence of Punk as a movement rooted from rampant dissatisfaction that embroiled in the youth of the country because of a prevalence of a crushing recession during which more than a million people were out of work and the inflation rate rose to above 18% during the 1960s-70s in England.
0: In the 1970s, many ideologies of the punk subculture originated primarily out of working class anger and the frustration that many young people were feeling about economic inequality and the so-called hypocrisy of the ruling class and the ways in which they were neglecting the working class and their struggles. As a result, punk culture at its conception was largely concerned with the topics such as anti-consumerism. Anti-authoritism, gender and racial equality, health rights, and free thought. These ideologies could be expressed most commonly in punk music, lyrics, but also in punk literature, fashion, and visual art. Everything was an expression of non-conformity to mainstream culture and the status quo, and most often displayed aggression, rebellion, and individualism.
1: Now, let's talk about the overall economic situation of England during the 60s. With unemployment exceeding over 560000 the highest level in 27 years, a shaky balance of payment situation with the United States standing by for another pound-propping operation, devaluation of the pound, and finally, problems in Hong Kong, Aden, and Rhodesia. United Kingdom was caught up in a grim economic situation during the 1960s and 70s. With devaluation of pound, unemployment was at an all-time high and gave rise to popular public dissatisfaction with the Labour government. With declining trade since 1951, the balance of payment situation was also dwindling. In Eastern Europe, high energy costs, scarce raw materials and lack of investment in capital had halted the rapid economic growth of the early 1970s, most notable in the Soviet Union was the inability of the government to meet increasingly sophisticated consumer needs and these contributed to a feeling of restriction and entrapment amongst the Eastern European youth.
0: Now let's talk about the expression of economic distress through art. Music played an integral role in changing identities of the youth. In 1945 there were probably a few hundred jukebox in the country, but by 1958 there were an estimated 13,000. Yes, you heard it right. It's 13,000. As music become considerably more available to the masses, the significance of its role in shaping culture, society, and also reflecting in popular sentiments. The Damned's new rose was considered to be one of the first UK punk records released in October 1976. Sex Pistols and the band's records such as Anarchy in the UK in 1976 and God Save the Queen 1977 that provoked controversy. And distinguished punk as an overtly politicised youth culture was one of the pioneer turns in the emergence of punk culture. Punk bands such as the Gang of Four, Green Day took a jab at cautioning related to the conception and gender relations.
1: Now let's talk about the reasons why punk garnered such popularity in the first place. Punk is often described as a working class subculture for a reason. It was a movement of and for those without money and privilege, made pessimistic by a possibility of broken promises of progress, as illustrated by the lyrics of punk rock. Revealed in these lyrics are several characteristics typical of how the punk scene viewed the economy. For most is the anger and the sense of being wronged. After all, the parents of punk's generation, while children during the war, came of age and developed their financial independence in post-World War II Britain, an era distinguished by idealism and continually better standards of living. Yet, the next generation was unable to access the advantages of their parents. In fact, they could not even get a job. This contributed to a general feeling that the youth of the 70s had not been given what they felt they were owed, including financial security and opportunity. A living, basically. Because punk was so deeply the product of its economic surroundings, it began to identify with them. And in general, punks tended to consider themselves outcasts, disadvantaged, marginalized, and poor. Furthermore, as punk culture developed an economically independent identity, it began to resent the financial behavior of its predecessors. Unified by a nihilistic, disaffected attitude as well as do-it-yourself approach to music and fashion, punk can be read as a musical form, style, media, constructed label, and lifestyle which enthused some young people in 1970s and 80s. Punk as a subculture was a rebellion against social conditions of the 1970s through its openly confrontational and aggressive style and aesthetics. The vulgarity of punk clothing and obscene artwork was a purposeful attempt to shock and offend the mainstream culture and figures of authority. It rebelled against what punk saw as a stagnant and tired Europe, injecting energy and excitement into the lives of young people. However, it is more accurate to see punk on the whole as a reaction to social conditions rather than a rebellion against them.
0: Now, let's have a look at punk entrepreneurship. The do-it-yourself split was very much of this moment. Punk created fantasies, band created their own labels, people make their own clothes as a form of cultural expressions. Manchester band The Buzzcooks and their manager Rick Boone created New Homos, the first independent punk rock label in the UK. They were also responsible for organizing the Sex Pistols Manchester gig attended by Hook and others. The punk movement brought a real stylist revolution. The do-it-yourself gave birth to a style of dress so strong that it is still alive today. While we come to the end of our
1: podcast, we must know that where this Punk stand today in the 21st century. When it started around in the nineteen sixties, after around more than 70 years, where does it stand today? Over the years, punk made such an enduring impact on the world we live in today that there are still people that continue to classify themselves by the punk style even today. Though there may be a fewer Mohawks on the streets and grungy punk makeup in nightclubs the spirit of punk, and what it stands for, lives on. This is not to say that the movement has died out, but rather that it no longer fulfills its initial aspirations. Commercial recuperation have, having passed by, the artistic punk codes are well and truly present in many fields associated with art, such as high fashion, communication, or cinema. More than 40 years ago, the Sex Pistols launched the refrain, No Future which then became the emblem of punk rock. But paradoxically, this movement had a sequel. It endured because it revolutionized attitudes through its styles of dress and its way of expressing itself. Punk has survived and not only because of its aggressive music, it is the more global artistic movement that has survived.
0: Fashion has changed people's perception of the way they dress, their vision of the world, their way of projecting themselves into it. This fashion is like what punk movement represented. It went against all the established principles in the society. It is a fashion that didn't start in design studios, but developed in the street and went up to the designers. Punk fashion challenged the established codes because it provoked, ugualized and challenged. Today it has become a norm. Paradoxically, the promoters of the punk wanted to abolish traditions and created one. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us. We will be back really soon with another podcast. Till then, stay safe, stay enlightened. Thank you.